John, John, come and obey the Lord. Amen. Testing. Buena. So, praise God. I congratulate you for coming Sunday evening. Praise God. So, I guess we got the hungry people here tonight. Praise God. And uh, the Lord fills the hungry. Uh, thank God. And well, this is a, a wonderful church. Uh, say that from the, the bottom of my heart and just a blessed uh, a place to be. Praise God. Uh, we look at churches, we kind of categorized churches. We travel around a little bit, not too much in the States, uh, more in other, other places. Uh, but this is a five-star church, praise God. Uh, you guys are blessed. Uh, and five-star pastors, five-star five -star congregation, uh, five-star five facilities. Uh, you're blessed, praise God. Uh, what a wonderful church. Well, and um, I want to speak this evening. Uh, I know this is healing uh, uh, school, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go that way that much this evening, uh, uh, but all the Word of God is medicine to all our flesh, praise God. So, uh, so any Word of God spoken will uh, put us in a better position to receive healing and to strengthen our spirits to receive everything that the Lord has done for us in the redemption. Uh, and uh, I want to start this evening with a, uh, a joke I heard just recently. I, I usually don't do jokes, but I will today. Uh, uh, what do you get when you cross an atheist with a Jehovah Witness? Uh, someone who knocks on doors for no apparent reason. <laughs> so I kind of like that. Uh, and uh, let's go to Luke 10, 25. That's what I want to go to this evening. Uh, I want to talk about the Good Samaritan. We're real simple tonight. I uh, just exhort you and, uh, in some areas uh, uh, in our Christian walk. And uh, this is a, one of my favorite parables, always, always has been. Uh, recently in our church, I've been preaching on the parables. And I thought I'd just preach a couple by kind of getting the flow there. And I kept going. And we're going to go through all of them, it looks like. There's like 37 of them. Uh, and uh, they're, they're fascinating you know, also. And I want to read about uh, Luke 10, 25. I believe we have the verses up there. Yeah, good. And... Uh, uh, and behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? And so he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, um, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you, you will live. Uh, but he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him and departed, leaving him, leaving him half dead. And by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at that place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. And a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. Uh, so he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day when he departed, he took out two de denarii uh, and gave them to the innkeeper and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you, whatever more you spend, when I, when I come again, I will repay, uh, repay you. So which of these three do you think was 
neighbor to him who fell among the thieves. And he, and he said, uh, he who showed mercy on him. And Jesus said uh, to him, go and do you likewise. Go and do likewise. And um, just want to, uh, I, I, I've read this story. I, I can see three different types of people, basically, in this story. Uh, three groups or classes or categories of, of people in this world. And uh, we all kind of fall, fall into one of these three or perhaps a combination of a couple who, or, or all three, perhaps, in some areas. Uh, first of all, there's the thieves, obviously, in this story. And, uh, and a thief lives, lives by the, the theme in life or his, uh, his motto, uh, his motivating factor is, uh, what's yours is mine. And he lives life for that idea, more or less. And for some way or the other, he justifies in his heart and his mind uh, uh, that what you have is his, and he has right to that one way or the other, that that's why he steals or whatever. Uh, uh, but obviously, we don't want to live like that. And there, there's a second group of people here with the Levite and the, the priest, uh, the religious uh, folks, I guess you call them, the religious group uh, here. Uh, and they, they weren't perhaps weren't as bad as the thieves. They weren't going to steal uh, from this guy, uh, uh, but they weren't going to help him either. And uh, they live life by the premise uh, uh, that what's mine is mine. And it's, uh, I'm not going to steal from you, but I'm not going to help you either, uh, more or less. And, uh, and that's a religious uh, mindset. Or, or, uh, and the third person is the good Samaritan or the Samaritan man uh, came by and moved with compassion, uh, moved with mercy towards uh, uh, that lost and uh, that dying man. And he lived by the, the premise in life that what's mine is yours. And uh, obviously Jesus said, go and do you likewise. Go and do us likewise. Uh, each one of us, uh, uh, we definitely need to follow this example of the Good Samaritan uh, in life and uh, without selfishness, living for others, uh, living to give, living to help, living to bless, uh, living to uh, help dying humanity. Uh, uh, and uh, we have to realize uh, if this Good Samaritan didn't, uh, didn't stop, this man was going to die. Uh, there was no hope uh, if someone didn't bring him some good news or, or didn't bring him some help. And um, now there's three groups here, uh, and I want to talk about the three this evening. I'm not going to take too long on the first group, as uh, I don't believe that there's any thieves here tonight. Or really, uh, um, they come Sunday morning, more or less. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, uh, but, but in the evening, usually they don't come. Uh, and uh, I'm just teasing. I'm, uh, but, but the thieves are, what, what's yours is mine. And living life uh, with that mindset is definitely uh, against the Bible, is against the, uh, the kingdom of God. And, uh, and, uh, the Bible, but the Bible does talk to Christians about this. Uh, let's start here just a couple of verses. Uh, Ephesians 4.28. Uh, Ephesians 4.28 is, Let him who stole steal no longer. And that's talking to Christians. Uh, uh, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give uh, him who has need. Uh, even uh, in the church, uh, we need to be exhorted. Uh, this is, this is uh, New Testament uh, uh, to the, written to the church. That, that uh, Be careful that you don't have that mindset, what yours is mine. Some way or the other, uh, uh, even Christians uh, uh, can take things that don't belong to them or think they have right to some things or whatever. Uh, even in Titus 2.10, 
uh, this uh, talking to Christians also uh, in the workplace here uh, in Titus 2.10, and not to steal from them, our, our employers, uh, but to show that they uh, can be fully trusted so that in every way they will make the teaching about God our Savior, Savior attractive. Uh, walking in integrity, walking in honesty, uh, uh, makes the gospel attractive to others. And that's why the Lord exhorts us uh, uh, not to steal, uh, uh, to be, uh, uh, be honest and tra- transparent in our, our dealings, in our business uh, uh, deals or whatever, and, uh, and we need to be careful. And uh, there's a Sunday school teacher, uh, asked her class to name some of the benefits of the automotive industry. Uh, after a, a long silence in that, that class, one boy spoke up well. Well, sure, stop horse thieving at least, and uh, and that's uh, what what happens. Uh, and we need to uh, just walk in the mindset: what is mine is yours, and that's uh, uh, the good Samaritan mindset. And uh, just be transparent, uh, be careful uh, that uh, that avaricia, uh, avaricia, the. Um, um, Covet, covetousness uh, doesn't come to our hearts uh, in this area. Uh, uh, the, the word in Spanish for sincere is sincera, uh, and it's in Latin too, it's similar. Uh, and uh, uh, in English it uh, doesn't work too well, but in Spanish it does. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, sin, sincera uh, is a, a combination of two words in Spanish, in Latin also, uh, it, without wax, sincera. Uh, which is wax, uh, so without wax. And, and that word came from, that's interesting, the word study on that is, uh, came from uh, like, uh, years ago in the medieval times when they made, uh, made pottery in the different uh, uh, in the furnaces and whatever, and, the, and they, 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 the ceramics would come out. And sometimes they would come out a little cracked or whatever in uh, uh, defective merchandise. And, and instead of uh, breaking those and starting over, uh, uh, they would take some wax and they would fill in the cracks or whatever and shine it all up and they'd sell it. But it was the defective merchandise that wouldn't last that long or whatever. And, uh, and this became so common in those days that the honest shopkeeper would put a signs up, uh, our, our pottery or whatever, sin, uh, sincera or sincere pottery or without wax. And the Lord wants us to live life with, without wax. It says that the uh, transparency, we're not uh, covering anything up, no, no uh, two-faced or whatever, uh, hypocrisy in the life in what, whatever sense, in whatever area. Well, we need not uh, live like it, it with that thieve mentality that what's yours is about, or the government owes me something, or, or the church owes me something, or someone owes me something. Uh, uh, hopefully we could uh, uh, move beyond that, praise God. Uh, and uh, the, the second uh, group of people here, uh, which I want to talk. Well, there's no one story I want to t- tell you about. Uh, this, this one pastor told me this. Uh, I heard about it. Uh, he, I heard him preach it, uh, and he said that uh, that it, there was a guy in his church that was stealing uh, from the tithes and offerings. He was an usher in the church, whatever, and I guess he was taking some for himself, whatever. And uh, and uh, and and uh, they they had they had cameras in this church and they had it filmed. And they saw him doing it, you know, and they saw him uh, taking whatever. And, uh, and so they, they called him back in the back room, whatever, and they put on the TV screen, put it on there, and they showed it to him. And, and he looked at that, and he, no, 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 he said, he goes, you know, that guy doing that, that that's not me. 
just a, a liar besides, a thief and a liar. Uh, I guess they go together. But, but incredible. Uh, and, uh, but uh, I know the thieves didn't come this evening, praise God. And, uh, uh, but the, the second group uh, of people uh, is the religious folks. Now here we have to be a little more careful. Uh, and uh, they live by the idea, the Levite and the priest, they, they, they came by, uh, uh, and the, the Levite, uh, uh, word man more or less, the priest more of the, the things of the spirit, whatever, and, and, but neither wanted to really get too involved with that. They looked at that guy bleeding and dying and, and just uh, without hope, and, uh, and they just uh, said they're busy or whatever. I don't know what was going on in their lives, but they had something more important to do in their minds. Uh, they, they, they just kind of were real selfish about it. And that's what religious mindset does. Uh, what's mine is mine. I'm better than the thieves. I, I, didn't, I didn't do that to him. I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, responsible for his condition there. Uh, uh, so, I, that, so that means I don't have any responsibility to help him, uh, which isn't true. Uh, and, uh, and so they, they both looked at that and they kind of uh, noticed, and, uh, but they went on by. Uh, no, no compassion, uh, no mercy. And uh, that, that selfishness, uh, someone said selfishness uh, is the best way to live miserably. And uh, uh, selfishness uh, uh, takes all the joy out of life, basically. And, uh, and, uh, and we, we never need to live by that religious mindset. What's mine is mine. Uh, that, uh, that I'm not going to help. I'm not going to give of my time, my talents, my treasure, my life, uh, uh, my, my, my efforts. Uh, uh, I'm just not, not going to be involved. Uh, that I'm going to kind of just be a spectator uh, of this world, of these dying people. Uh, and how many know that humanity without Christ uh, are dying and going to hell? And uh, without hearing the gospel, uh, there is no hope. You know, without putting their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, uh, and uh, uh, I heard, a, uh, I read an article not, not too long ago about, the, uh, about people that are dying in this, and right today, statistics, uh, uh, it's like, um, if I remember right, it's like 70 uh, people every minute die and go to hell without Jesus uh, today in the world. And that's, that's, well, that's more than one a second. And that's... That's a lot of folks uh, going, and, and we need to, to, to stop and help and roll up our sleeves and uh, get involved in, in humanity and get involved here in the church, first of all. How many know this church is a, a, a harvesting machine? And uh, it's been proven by missiologists, uh, uh, people that do studies of missions and evangelism, the best way to win souls is to plant churches. The local church. Uh, it, it, local churches in the world, there's like six million local churches today in the world, more or less. Uh, and uh, the, the local churches win a lot of people to the Lord. Uh, uh, through discipling people, you get, talk to your family, invite people, and you know, whatever, and you help. And uh, uh, people here come to church, come to the altar, and uh, in your houses, and your friends, your relatives, uh, you send emails, uh, and you're, you're thinking about that. You have that mindset to reach out uh, through the preaching of the, the pastor, through the, the local church. But churches is the program of God for the last days to bring in the harvest. And it works well. It's not, not all, we all know churches aren't perfect. And uh, it's not a perfect plan, uh, uh, but it's the best thing going, praise God. 
And it works. Uh, uh, I know without a doubt in my mind that, that this church has won thousands and thousands and thousands of people to the Lord over these 28 years or whatever. 29 years. Uh, uh, there's no, I have no doubt about that. Uh, and uh, maybe they all don't come to church or whatever, but they all, they've been touched one way or the other with the gospel. They receive Jesus. They're different spots or whatever. But praise God. Uh, and uh, uh, so just helping in church, you're being the, taking on the ministry of the Good Samaritan at the same time. Uh, but these, these religious folks, I want to talk about them a little bit. Uh, here, the selfishness, what's mine is mine. Uh, someone said, uh, so I, I wrote this quote down. I really don't know who said it, but uh, the smallest package in all the world is someone wrapped up in themselves. And that, that's a small little package. Uh, that's, uh, uh, we need to uh, break free from that cocoon of selfishness uh, to get involved in taking the gospel to the world, the Great Commission, uh, 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 taking the, the, the oil and the wine of the Word of God uh, to lost and dying humanity. Um, behind me know that uh, toddlers, uh, 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 babies are real selfish. Uh, they're not thinking about anyone else. Uh, they're just thinking about themselves and what I got going on. And uh, 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 we had lunch today with a grandson of the pastors and uh, a wonderful little boy. And, uh, uh, and he's a blessed, but, but he's real selfish. Uh, and, uh, he's a great, great kid, but, but he, like any other kid, he, he's selfish. Uh, he probably gets up at, uh, at 2 a.m. in the morning and starts uh, screaming for his, uh, uh, crying for his, his milk or whatever. And uh, he doesn't care about if mom has a hot, hard day or not. It's been a long day or, or uh, she's worked hard. Uh, he doesn't sit there in his crib. That, well, mom, mommy's worked hard all day. I think I'll just sit here. I know I, I kind of wet in my diapers, but uh, I'll stay here till 6 or 7, let her sleep in this, uh, this evening. Uh, how, how many know that's not going to happen? Because uh, uh, babies are selfish, and uh, uh, baby Christians are selfish, uh, and uh, uh, toddler Christians are selfish. Uh, uh, the, here's the law of ownership of a toddler uh, about his toys or whatever. Uh, if it's mine, it's mine. If it's yours, it's mine. If I like it, it's mine. If I can take it from you, it is mine. If I'm playing with something, all of the pieces are mine. If I think it is mine, it, it is mine. If I saw it first, it's mine. If I had it, then put it down, it is still mine. Uh, if you had it, then you put it down, it is now mine. If it looks like the one I have at home, it is, it is mine. If it is, if, it, if it is broken, it is yours. And, uh, and that, that's how toddlers think. Uh, and uh, selfish. And obviously the Lord wants us to grow up in, in Christ. Uh, that, that's why you come to church, receive the word to grow up into Christ, uh, uh, to mature man, praise God, uh, to be a good Samaritan is the idea. Uh, and uh, there's a, a good story that I read uh, uh, from an article uh, several years ago. I'm going I'm to read this here. It's, about, it's called The Unbaptized Arm. Uh, this is an interesting story about Ivan the Great uh, was a czar of all of Russia during the 15th century. Uh, he brought together the warring tribes into one vast empire, uh, the Soviet Union, uh, later on. As a fighting man, he was courageous. Uh, as a general, he was brilliant. He drove out the, the Tartars and established peace among the nation, uh, across the nation. However, Ivan was so busy waging his campaigns, uh, he, he didn't have time for a family. And his friends and advisors were quite concerned about that, and 
And they reminded him that there was no heir to the throne. And should anything happen to him, the, the union would shatter into chaos. Uh, you must take a wife who can bear you a son. The busy soldier state, statesman, uh, Ivan, said to them, uh, he didn't have time for that, search for a bride. Uh, that, uh, but if they could find a suitable one, he would marry her. The counselors and advisors searched in the capitals of all of Europe to find an appropriate wife for the, the great czar of Russia, and, and, and find her they did. They reported to Ivan, the beautiful, dark-eyed daughter of the king of Greece. She was a young, brilliant, and charming uh, uh, lady. Uh, he agreed to marry her uh, sight unseen. The king of Greece was delighted. It would align Greece in a favorable favor way with the emerging giant of the north. But there was no, uh, under one, one condition, uh, they had, uh, he cannot marry my daughter uh, unless he becomes a member of the Greek Orthodox Church. Ivan's response was, oh, I'll do it. Uh, so a priest was dispatched to Moscow, Moscow to instruct Ivan in the Orthodox doctrine and whatever and, uh, uh, and their teachings. And Ivan was uh, a, a quick student and learned the catechism in record time. Arrangements were concluded, and the Tsar made his way to Athens, accompanied by 500 of his crack troops, uh, his personal palace guard, and he was to be baptized into the Orthodox Church by immersion. As was the custom of the Eastern Church, his soldiers, ever loyal, asked to be baptized also. Uh, the patriarch of the church assigned 500 priests to give the soldiers a one-on-one -on -one catechism crash course, uh, and the soldiers, all 500 of them, were to be immersed in one mass baptism. Uh, crowds gathered from all over Greece. Uh, what a sight that must have been. 500 priests, 500 soldiers uh, uh, going into the water uh, and uh, into the blue Mediterranean. Um, the priests were dressed in black robes and tall black hats, uh, the official dress of the Orthodox, Greek Orthodox Church. Uh, the soldiers uh, wore their battle uniforms, all of the regalia, regalia uh, ribbons of valor, uh, medals of courage, and their weapons of battle. Suddenly there, were, there was a problem. The church prohibited professional soldiers from being, becoming members. Uh, they would have to give up their commitment to bloodshed. Uh, they, they could not be soldiers and church members, too, in the, in the Greek Orthodox Church. After a hasty round of diplomacy, the problem was quickly uh, solved quite simply. As the words were spoken and the priests began to, to baptize them, each soldier reached to his side, withdrew his sword, lifting it high overhead. Every soldier was totally immersed, everything baptized, except his fighting arm and his sword. Uh, and that's a true historical fact. Uh, the unbaptized arm. Uh, what a powerful picture of Christianity uh, today in some sectors. Uh, uh, how many unbaptized arms are there uh, uh, this evening, perhaps? How many unbaptized wills are there? Uh, how many uh, unbaptized talents and uh, unbaptized checkbooks or wallets, uh, unbaptized social activities? Uh, uh, and uh, uh, we, we need to be totally submersed into the will and the plan and the program of God and give our 100% to Jesus uh, to bring forth his plan upon the earth. Uh, he gave us everything. He gave us uh, everything he had, uh, uh, he, uh, and we need to give him 100% also, uh, but we need to break free from selfishness. And uh, uh, so many people are so busy today, just, just too busy. Uh, and uh, I congratulate you guys for coming Sunday evening. Uh, I really mean that. that, that that's a blessing. Uh, you, you're, you're a bunch of smart people here tonight. Uh, praise God. Uh, and, uh, but uh, be, be careful that you don't become too busy. Become too busy for church, uh, too busy to seek God, uh, too busy to testify, uh, too busy to, to help and serve. Uh, uh, you're too busy. 
and uh, uh, you need to change something, uh, and and uh, and the, you don't change. Well, I, I'll go to church less. No, that, that's not what you need. No, no, uh, you need to keep going to church. You need to change other things. I uh, need to change. Uh, I know one way or the other, uh, you have to uh, cut off those activities or, or reduce or, or do, uh, change something. Praise God. Uh, and uh, uh, Jesus said, Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Praise God. Uh, and if it dies, it produces much fruit. And uh, it dies to self. Uh, selfishness must die in us, uh, uh, that, that fleshly nature, and let the new man rise up and dominate, and that new man is uh, full of the love of God, uh, full of unconditional love, and without selfishness, uh, to give and to help and to bless, and that's where the Lord wants us. There was a lady that said to her friend and to her husband, uh, he is kind of a selfish guy, yes, he said, he said, my husband and I have been happily married for over 30 years. She paused and said, well, I guess it's because we are both in love with the same guy. <laughs> I kind of like that one. I like that. Uh, 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 um, D.L. Moody said, God does not send anyone away empty except those that are full of themselves. And how many know that faith without works is dead? And uh, uh, we need to have works accompanying the, uh, the, our faith in the, in the grace of God, faith in what the Lord has done uh, to, to, to stop and help these people. Uh, to, to become a part, to help here in church, uh, to give, uh, uh, to serve, to bless, to love. Uh, the, the problem with the self-made man is that he worships, uh, uh, their, the problem with the self-made man, I'll say it this way, is that they worship their creator. They worship themselves, basically, and, uh, and we need to worship God. And serve the Lord God Almighty with, with all our heart, soul, mind, and body. Uh, and we need to be like the Good Samaritan. And be careful that we don't get into pride. Uh, I remember a story that Reinhard Bunke said. I uh, heard this years ago. Uh, he said he was, uh, just got done with a big crusade. And uh, uh, just uh, thousands and thousands of people saved and, and blessed and healed and whatever. And, uh, and he's, he's an evangelist. And, and he's coming back to the hotel. And he got, he's going to, he pushed a button to, to go to his room, to go up to the elevator. And when he was waiting for the elevator, three guys were coming to go in the same elevator. And they were all, all three were pretty drunk. And, but there's one guy in the middle that was, I guess, was really drunk. And he, he didn't vomit it even. And he, he was smelled real bad. And he's, they were taking him to clean him up, I guess. But the other two guys weren't doing too good either. And... So he saw this scandal, these three guys, and the smell, and, uh, and just terrible uh, looking and everything. And, and uh, uh, they all got in the elevator together, and there was the evangelist uh, kind of looking, uh, looking at him, just a little, perhaps a little disdain or a little disgusted. You know, how can you do that? It's terrible. And, and, just, uh, and, and the door opened. And they got out to their floor, and he was still going. And the door closed, and he said, when the door closed, the Lord spoke to him. And the Lord uh, corrected him. <laughs> he said, Reinhardt, uh, the only difference between you uh, and them is me. And don't you ever forget it. And uh, I thought that was pretty good. 
And uh, uh, how many know that uh, it wasn't for the Lord Jesus, we'd be just like them uh, in one way or the other, uh, lost without God. And we need to stay humble and uh, be, be have a, a humble heart to help and uh, not get into pride that we're better. Uh, the difference is we're saved, praise God, uh, but we need to help them get saved. Uh, uh, that's our mission here on earth, uh, uh, to be like the Good Samaritan, to take them the oil of the Word of God, the oil of the new birth. The wine of the, the Holy Ghost baptism, praise God. The infilling of the Holy Ghost. And the, oh, now I want to speak about the Good Samaritan. Uh, I want to say this in Spanish, but I have to do it in English. <laughs> I, keep, uh, uh, and I probably told this story, but I'll tell it real quick here. That uh, uh, a few years ago, I've been 10 years ago now, uh, I got off the plane in Ohio there. And I went over, it was like Saturday night, and went over to preach at a friend's church. And, uh, and I, I was really, really thinking in Spanish. I, I didn't have any time to kind of switch over to English. And, and we, we preach in Spanish all the time. And uh, you know, we, we preach uh, a lot in Spanish, like uh, 10 to 20 hours a week in Spanish, more or less, with the Bible schools and everything we do. And so, do, do a lot. so I know my Bible in Spanish. So I was preaching, I was kind of thinking in Spanish and the next morning and saying the words and I translate and it didn't come out too good because <laughs> you're thinking it's hard to get over to the other language. And, and I got done and one guy comes up after service and I guess he wanted to console me a little bit. He goes, he goes Brother John, he goes, uh, uh, you speak pretty good English. I go, thanks. He goes, where are you from? Um, Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> so, and, so we speak pretty good English in Cleveland, uh, and um, that's a true story. Uh, and uh, um, the, the, oh, the Good Samaritan, what's mine is yours. Now this guy put the brakes on, and he, he rearranged priorities. He rearranged his schedule, and he said, well, I'm going to help this guy. You know, he had things to do. You know, he was on his way to, on a mission to, uh, from, uh, uh, to, from Jer- Jericho to Jerusalem, or Jer- uh, and he, was, he was on his way. And he, has a, and he is a businessman, obviously, a lot of stuff going on, but, but he put a brakes on all that, so I'm going to make time in my schedule here to help uh, humanity, to help people know the Lord, uh, to get the oil of the new birth, uh, uh, to hear about the gospel. Uh, I'm going to be involved in church. I'm going to be involved in taking the gospel out to the community in one way or the other. I'm going to give and help and serve. And, uh, and that, uh, He's the example that we need to be. Now, Jesus is real clear about this. He said, be like him. So we don't have to guess who we need to be like. Uh, uh, Go and do you likewise. Uh, And he was humble. And uh, he he wanted to make a difference to someone. And uh, I have a story here. At dawn, an old man was walking along the beach, and he noticed at a distance uh, a young man throwing starfish into the ocean. After a while, the old man started uh, up the other, uh, caught up to the, the young guy and asked, why are you throwing these starfish back into the ocean? Uh, because he said, well, they'll, they'll die uh, if they're under the noon, noonday sun. Uh, and, uh, but there are thousands and thousands of miles, uh, thousands of these starfish on the beach, uh, hundreds of miles of beach. Uh, uh, how can your puny little efforts uh, make any real difference? The young man stopped and looked at the starfish that was in his hand, and after a moment, he threw it back into the sea. And he said, well, it makes a difference to this one. So one by one, we can make a difference. Praise God. Your next-door neighbor, 
uh, your, uh, your brother-in-law, your, your friends, your co-workers, uh, others, uh, inviting them uh, uh, to church. You, you know, the, they made a Gallup poll. I read this. and They asked, them, uh, uh, what, what, they asked the people that aren't, aren't saved, that aren't Christians, what, or don't go to church, uh, what would you need uh, to go to a Christian church? That was the question. And, and you know what the number one answer was? That someone would invite me. That's not, that's not rocket science, folks. Just, uh, someone invite them. Just, uh, uh, sometimes you just need to invite them. Invite them for lunch, too, afterwards, whatever, and uh, make it interesting for them and, uh, and bring them and uh, get the word in them and, and they'll get caught on fire, praise God for God, uh, get saved and filled up with the Holy Ghost. Uh, but we need to invite. Yeah. Amen. And uh, uh, we need to be the, like the Good Samaritan, uh, ready to give, ready to help. There's a missionary, Jim Elliott, uh, they gave his life with some other uh, missionaries in Ecuador uh, several years ago. Their real famous testimony. I won't go into all that. Uh, but, but he said this in his diary. Uh, he was martyred for, for his faith uh, and by that tribe. And by the way, I will say this too, uh, that um, I know his son, uh, Jim Elliott's son. I met him. And, uh, he, and his wife, uh, that was a widow. Uh, after they, they killed his, his father uh, and his, his, her, her husband, uh, they went back to the States for a little while. They went back to that tribe a few years later, and they've won that tribe to Jesus. Praise God. Uh, the same tribe that killed his, uh, killed his dad, whatever. And, uh, uh, wonderful testimony uh, of the Elliots, uh, but whatever. Uh, but uh, uh, he said this in his, his diary. This is a few days before he was martyred. He said, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain that which he cannot lose. And that's so true. Uh, the Bible says in Nehemiah 8.10, Then he said to them, Go your way, uh, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to the Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. And how many like that verse? Uh, joy, Lord, your strength. Ooh, uh, we kind of get excited about that. Praise God. Uh, it's joyful. Uh, uh, the joy of the Lord. Ah, glory to God. And, and, uh, and that's great. Uh, but uh, how does that come to pass? Go your way. Eat the fat. Drink the sweet. That means get filled, with, uh, word, get filled with the Word of God. Come to all the services. Get filled with the Word of God. Uh, uh, the prayer services. Drink the sweet of uh, the Holy Ghost. Uh, uh, get filled up. Uh, your, la your lamp filled with oil. And send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. Take portions of the sacrifice of Jesus and send those out to others that haven't heard, that haven't eaten, that haven't touched that. And that's taking, in our New Testament terminology, taking the Word of God, the promises of God, the gospel, and sending that out to people that haven't heard. That talks about missions and uh, uh, evangelism and sending the sacrifice out to others. Then when we do that, what happens? The joy of the Lord is your strength. Uh, people that give, people that live as the Good Samaritan, what's mine is yours, uh, they get filled up with joy. Uh, I, I know Pastor Mike would testify to this. I feel pretty sure, 100% sure about this. People that serve and give and help and witness, uh, you don't have to counsel them for depression that often. I don't, you know, I, I don't believe that happens. Uh, and Because uh, uh, they, they're happy. <laughs> uh, they're blessed. Uh, uh, they're filled with joy. The joy of the Lord is their strength. And uh, uh, that's the best way to break out of depression, start helping others. 
Praise God. Uh, get involved, and, and you'll, you'll, that'll, that'll break off you. Praise God. And, uh, and uh, give without remembering and receive without forgetting. And uh, sending out the gospel to others. Uh, that's God's heart. And uh, how many know this, this guy that was dying, bleeding? The Lord loved that guy. And he was, and the Lord was doing everything possible to get someone to him. Uh, he didn't want him to die. Uh, and uh, he didn't want him to uh, go, go without hearing the gospel or whatever. Or, or he had a family and he had a kids probably, and uh, uh, people loved him, and friends, and mom and dad, and whatever. And, uh, he wanted to, the Lord was working on people. That, that Levite and that priest, the Holy Ghost was working on them, but they resisted that. They both kind of looked up, and I'm sure the Holy Ghost was saying, Look, help him, help him, yeah, do it. I can't, I'm busy. Uh, no, uh, well, that's, that's a lot of commitment, and who knows? And uh, it's, it's dangerous out here anyway. If I stay around here too long, the, the thieves could come and get me, or whatever. And uh, something happened, and he resisted the, the, the leading of the Holy Ghost and just let it go by. Uh, what, what a shame. And uh, it's like, but the Lord loves these people. We have to, um, everybody in a, a mall, and maybe when you had children or younger children or whatever, or, 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 and your five-year-old, all, you're shopping for something, or some, you're looking at the blouses or whatever, the shirts, or, and, and your five-year-old disappeared. And uh, it was right by your side, then all of a sudden they're not there. And uh, while you're kind of looking at the sale there and you know, some good, good prices or whatever, and, and, and you look around, and where, where did my child go? And uh, well, what... Uh, what gripped your heart, seized your heart in that moment, is my question. Help me here. Uh, fear? Panic? That's, that's pretty good. Uh, that's probably our, our extreme interest. <laughs> uh, let's say it that way. Uh, uh, and, uh, uh, in that moment, I don't think you're interested in the sale on the shirts anymore, or the blouses. Uh, uh, your, your number one priority in life, I believe, was where is my child? And uh, uh, you went and you looked and you raised your voice. You didn't care what anyone else thought. Uh, and uh, I, I, I believe uh, you found them. <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, but the Lord God, uh, he has six billion lost children in this world. And uh, so you can imagine his heart. Six billion uh, are lost and uh, without, without hope. Uh, without all the hope of eternal life. Uh, and uh, he wants to, to find them. He wants to, to bring them into the kingdom. And uh, uh, that, that's why the Lord wants to raise up a lot of good Samaritans, people that will, will be sensitive to the Holy Ghost, that will, will say, yes, Lord, I'll, I'll, I'll get involved. I'll roll up my sleeves. Might get a little bloody here. He's, he's bleeding. This, this night might be too clean of a job here, uh, but uh, it's going to be uh, some work here, but I'm going to get involved, and, and you'll be glad you did. You'll be blessed. Oh, the Lord will, the Lord will bless you uh, uh, when you get involved in his work and his ways and his heart. Uh, his path. This isn't just a, a, a commandment. Go and do you likewise. It's a, it, it's a, it's a plea. It, it's a, a passion from his heart. Go and, and help me with this. Uh, get, get, let's, get, let's work together here. Uh, let's get these people. Uh, let's help them. 
And, and, and they'll be blessed, praise God, uh, saved and, and cleaned up, praise God. Uh, and, uh, in the hotel of, of God, they'll be plugged into the local church uh, at the same time. Uh, and that, that's the plan. Uh, but we need good Samaritans. And uh, good Samaritans live by the idea, what's mine uh, is yours. And uh, I, I hope and uh, I challenge your heart uh, tonight that that's your uh, way to live. That, that, that's your heart. That uh, breaking free from selfishness. Uh, Lord doesn't want us to be religious. Uh, the priest and the Levite, kind of religious, go to church, but I go, that's about all I do. I, I, I go to church, uh, and then, uh, uh, but I don't really do much in church. Uh, and uh, uh, the, the question is not, where do you go to church? The, question, the better question is, what do you do in church? That's a good question. And uh, that, that, that's the real question. Uh, uh, you have to go to church first of all. I realize that, and, and do all the things you do, need to do to be a uh, to be a servant here in the church, and uh, to be a helper and whatever. And I know there's a program or whatever. Uh, but but it, the question, the Lord, what, what are you doing in church? Uh, serving, giving. What's mine is yours. I'm helping. Uh, I'm blessing. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm getting involved in in the the salvation business which is the business of our Father, uh, taking the gospel to others. And uh, might as well get involved. Um, uh, I, I like what, uh, when John D. Rockefeller died, when, when in his time he was the richest man in the world. Uh, what one man was curious about how much he left behind. Uh, determined to find out, he set up an appointment with one of Rockefeller's highest aides and asked, uh, how much did Rockefeller leave behind? The aide, the aide answered, well, all of it. So we, you're going to leave all of it behind. So, so uh, might as well get involved today. Praise the Lord. Uh, the, folks, the last time I checked, the mortality rate uh, for the human race, uh, for, the, for man, is still 100%. That, that hasn't changed. Uh, and, uh, so uh, we, we need to get involved today. Uh, the thing about the harvest about being a good Samaritan, uh, is we need to do it now. Uh, the day is coming, Jesus said, when no man can work. So, so there's a time limit on this. Uh, sometimes Christians, I don't think they realize that. It, it, or at least it's not seizing their heart or their consciousness uh, that much. Uh, they're kind of living, well, uh, I think they think they're cats and they have nine lives or whatever. And that, well, I come back in the next life or whatever, or like crazy stuff like that. Uh, no, no, uh, you have one shot at this. Uh, there, there's no second chances. In this, uh, this, is, this is it. Uh, the night's coming when no man can work. There's closure coming, uh, and the closure is coming quick. Uh, the church age is, uh, the curtain is coming down. And we need to run quickly to the battle, run quickly uh, and get involved. And uh, I, I want to close tonight with a, with, with a song. I want to just read the, the lyrics of this song. It's a song that I've listened to for like 35 years, and I've listened to it thousands of times. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> uh, there, and uh, and uh, it's called Run to the Battle. And uh, I want to just read that song, the lyrics, uh, from Steve Camp. Um, the, I know the younger people never heard this song, but I'm going to read it. Uh, um, it says, uh, this really blessed me over the years, really challenged my heart. Uh, it says this, Some people want to live within the sound of chapel bells, 
but I want to run a mission a yard from the gates of hell. And with everyone you meet, take them the gospel and share it well. And look around you as you hesitate, for another soul just fell. Let's run to the battle. Run to the battle. Do you have your armor on? We're in the middle of a raging war. We've been training for so long. Have we learned to use his sword? We may not be uh, ready, but we serve a mighty Lord. He's made us more than conquerors, so what are we waiting for? Let's run to the battle. We got to run to the battle. He has trampled down the enemy and has given us the victory. When we pray, we learn to see his army. We are marching on our knees. There'll be times when we grow weak. Let's keep our faith alive. Let your faces shine with glory, uh, for he's helped us to survive. And in that final hour, when you feel you're ready to die, will you hear the trumpet sound? Will you hear the warrior cry? Run to the battle. We got to run, run to the battle. Some people want to live within the sound of chapel bells, but I want to run a mission a yard from the gates of hell. And with everyone you meet, take them the gospel and share it well. And look around you as you hesitate, for another soul just fell. Let's run to the battle. Let's run to the battle. And I challenge you tonight, uh, run to the battle. Uh, be a good Samaritan. Uh, remember three types of people. And I don't want to belabor this, but I want to just read, just close this down. That um, the thieves, well, what's yours is mine. Obviously, we don't want to do that. And uh, the, the religious crowd, what's mine is mine. See, uh, I'm not as bad as a thief, but I'm not going to be a good Samaritan either. I'm kind of be here in no man's land, kind of floating around, selfish, and, and uh, really not too involved with the gospel, but I'm not too involved in the world, kind of uh, in no man's. <laughs> that, that's not good either. And, uh, and then there's the good Samaritan. Uh, what's mine is yours. And living life that way. And Jesus said, uh, the, the, the head of the church, uh, uh, the, our, our boss, <laughs> he said, go and do you likewise. That's the, uh, who we need to imitate uh, as giving and helping and serving and loving and uh, being involved in, in every way, helping take the gospel out. But uh, I challenge you to be a good Samaritan tonight. Uh, can you just uh, uh, bow your head uh, this evening? Uh, I want to give you a, a moment, to, a reflection in your heart. Um, I, I don't know where you're at with this. Uh, but uh, I'm sure the, the Holy Ghost uh, has spoken uh, uh, this evening to hearts. And uh, uh, just uh, uh, I want to challenge you to step it up a little bit more, uh, run a little faster, more involved, help more, serve more, give more, love more, share more. Uh, you always can do more. And just uh, let's, let's go to the second mile and be a good Samaritan. And just in your heart, I just say, Lord, I, I want to be a good Samaritan. Uh, I want to do as you said. I want to do likewise. Uh, and by his grace, he'll empower. He, he'll give you the ability. He'll give you the direction. He'll show you what you need to do. But be a good Samaritan. What's mine is yours. Giving life away. And you receive the life of God back. Oh, if you fall to the ground and die as a grain of wheat, you'll bring forth much fruit. Much fruit in every area of life. And you'll be blessed, and many others will be blessed at the same time. Thank you, Father God, for this wonderful church. Thank you for a church full of good Samaritans. What's mine is yours, giving life away to others. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you all believe that?
Amen. Uh, don't say so. So praise God, Pastor Mike. I'm done. Mm.